Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, friends. Auntie Fanula here. I really hope you enjoy this episode with the guys from Experience Share. Um, it's a really good chat and obviously something that I am hugely obsessed with. Just a note to say that because we were recording this transatlantically and over the internet, um, there is a change in audio about halfway through with Josh's audio. So still very listenable, but won't be as clear just if you are wondering or curious and just to preface the episode with that. As I said, totally listenable, would absolutely encourage you to listen to this because they are hilarious. Please enjoy. Welcome back to Bandwagons. I am flying solo this episode. Breed had very valiantly stepped aside because I basically just wouldn't shut up about this episode and having these guys on and talking about a subject that is so dear to my heart. I'm delighted to have the guys from Experience Share Pokemon Podcast on with us today to talk about Pokemon, Josh Fjellstad, Tanner Greenring. Thank you so much for joining me from across the pond. Thank you Hello. for having us. Thank you for having us. How has your weekend been so far? My weekend's oh. been great. I live in Connecticut in the United States, and it's fall, which is prime leaf peeping season, so... The, the oh, yeah. trees are all turning orange and red, and it's beautiful up here. I well, and I have a weird question. Okay, I'm not <laughs> just starting out of the gate with that. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not an uncultured man. Okay. Um, I've been <laughs> sure. all around the world. I've been to Ireland several times. Okay. Do the leaves turn colors in Ireland? Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. They turn brown, except the ones that stay green. They stay green, evergreen. Uh, yeah, but like, they don't turn like so orange rude. and yellow and red it's, and yeah, beautiful. They do. But like, weird question for you: What the fuck is leaf peeping? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like a, it's a, it's a thing that happens in the Northeast here in the United States 
just north of New York in New England, where I live now. It's a it's a every fall there's a tourist tradition where everyone drives up to Connecticut or Massachusetts or Maine and they look at all the leaves turning colors. In Vermont. And it's called leaf peeping in Vermont, yeah. Okay. Interesting. That sounds like a, a nice old something to do in fairness. I feel bad now. I feel like I was immediately on the offensive and it was Well, no, and I, I came at you. Kind you of did. with some pretty you hard did. questions about and my whole country asking yeah. criticizing my trees but the trees do turn colors we are we're in that midst of the season changing and the weather is very crisp and very it's getting very cold but we're yeah. as irish people do trying to get the last out of those summer days so in for a swim this evening and it wasn't particularly oh, wow. warm but it was particularly nice do you there swim you know, in like, do you mean like in a pool? Or are you talking no, like in a the pond? Sea. You're in, in the the, sea. the Irish in the sea, ocean. yeah, the Atlantic, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. What a time! What a time! Sea swimming is a that. big it's bandwagon a over here. Huge bandwagon over here. Like enormous. Josh, you live pretty close to the Atlantic. You and Fanula could go get in the Atlantic together. Like, um, yeah. What's the Fievel movie called? Fievel goes west. Fievel goes yeah. west. But the first one. What? Oh, where they're when he and his sister are looking at the moon together and singing about how they're both looking at the moon together. You guys could get in the sea together, and it's like we're swimming together. Oh yeah, yeah that's well fair. we could do that later if you want to take another dip. I'll have yeah. to. Yeah, let's hoof we'll... it over the East River. Everyone loves jumping in there, uh, living or dead. Um, Josh, how was your weekend? You got away <laughs> recently. You were saying you got out of you got out of New York and did your did your bits. Yeah, for the first time, that pesky COVID getting in the way of everyone. I threw the Vermont hat tip into Tanner's monologue there because I went to Vermont. Um, We weren't specifically going there to look at the leaves change, but that is one of the things that people will always remark to you about, like the, the water cooler chats back when you could have those, where it's like, oh, like you going up there to check out those leaves change. It's like, you know, it, it's the same every year we've seen. Leaves we've seen before. it we've seen but it i went up there uh with a few friends we all quarantined for two weeks and then we got a house out in the middle of the woods and hot tubbed saunaed oh uh, man hung out by the fire pit and just drank and uh pontificated it was very fun what a time what a time um okay so we're here to talk about pokemon as i said my, yes. my love highlight my passion live laugh love um, what was your first interaction with the franchise, if you can remember? I think for me, it was uh, originally, it was, uh, I mean, it was Pokemon Blue. I Classic. W- wanted to have, uh, I wanted to be a video gamer and my parents originally would not let me get a console because they thought it would rot my brain or, you know, cause violence or whatever everyone parents in the 90s thought and game boy was a loophole they didn't really figure out that that was also video games they thought um, it was like a calculator <laughs> <laughs> yeah you convince them you're like oh it's a ti-83 i need it for school exactly <laughs> and they uh you know you could still be out and engaging with the family if you're on a game boy i, I think is what the running theory was rather than immersed in a, a NES or Super NES or whatever. 
Um, so that that was my first. I played console games at friends' houses, but originally all I could do was Pokemon Blue, basically. Did your parents ever threaten you with Nintendo Thumb? Was that ever something that was like my mom went like because I I got into it for my brother and we had like the original the Game Boy Color. And like you, as you said, you'd be on it for hours. And my mom would be like, "No, you you need to stop now because if you play it for so long, like you won't be able to lose your use your thumbs properly." I read it on the news, Nintendo thumb. And then is I would, true? I like, I absolutely don't think it is true, but I mean, I'm two working hands here, like so. But yeah, that was a threat that regularly came out in the Jones household if we were flat oh, wow. out trying to catch them all. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good one. I hadn't heard of that. I mean, I. I guess what I'm familiar with is like, do you remember when Mario Party came out, the original one, or like Mario Party mm, Two, maybe? Vaguely, for like N- yeah. for N64, I think. Yeah, that was a big threat in the United States, where uh, it had like a mini game that I think was a fishing one, and okay. you would have to go like this around the joystick. The like joystick, you'd have to put like the move in a circle with against the- it. Yeah. Oh, so it was. It was like um, oh, the thing on the PlayStation. Did you have the eye toy? And it was like the first like camera. To, oh, like, yeah. Oh, and it was like yeah, and it was like for PlayStation, and they had a game that it was fully like you just cleaned windows, but you just went up to the camera and you were like, <laughs> and we were like, but- yes, this is cutting edge entertainment. Wow, never seen the likes of it. Oh, it's yeah. like that, except you yeah, had yeah. a joystick in your hand, and the thing is, you would rub the joystick so hard on the N64 controller that you would like wear a hole through your skin. Oh Jesus! Yeah, like, it was so like, like always on the nightly news. Nintendo thumb. Oh, yeah, my exactly. Gosh. Tanner, what was yours? Your first memory of the Mon? I am older than Josh, and much older than you. Uh, I'm thirty. Some would say wiser. So I was like fully like 14 when Pokemon made it to the United States and I dabbled in it then. I played Pokemon Blue and watched a little bit of the anime. Um but very quickly became like a teenager and lost interest because I formed interest in new things like fantasy novels. <laughs> um so I that was my that was my interest and that was kind of the the premise of our show experience share was that Josh is the Pokemaniac who has played every single game and grew up with them. And I was sort of the, uh, the newcomer to the series who, who had just kind of dabbled a little bit at the very beginning, but then am now right. revisiting it as an adult man and, uh, playing through all the games. So that's like breed with me. Breed is such a breed watched the anime a bit when it was on over here, and breed is such a listen to me like agonize over like last Christmas. I was like, I'm getting a switch. It's so much money. I don't care. Like I'm gonna get it. I'm I'm gonna get it this week. I need the new Pokemon, and she was like, just get it. Oh, yeah. Just I don't care. Why do you <laughs> Why do you keep saying regaling this to me? It's not interesting. Just buy it. I do not care. Um. Yeah, the thing about the anime, like, I, oh, sorry, I did mention this on another podcast before, but my first interaction with it, as I said, my brother was really into it, and kind of the same as you, Tanner, like, fell out of it, and just wasn't really interested in it anymore, but my first interaction was, he, we had Pokemon Red, and he got all the way to Pokemon League, and four or five-year-old Fanula was like, mm, let's play 
the this lovely console and erased his game and he oh, brings it up man. very 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 regularly that i did that and it's not that long of a game he could have just re it's also fun yeah if he loves it i mean should, you try saying that to like a 10 year old who already hates <laughs> their fucking younger sister for just not leaving them alone <laughs> and i was like just obsessed with him and just being like i i just want to do everything you're doing i want a charizard and he was just like like fuck it. like i was there i was there and you took it from my hands but anyway we have my i mean over it. i've gotten over it he hasn't but anyway the anime uh, as well. oh i was just gonna say oh, sorry, like go it, it's just a lack of dedication to the cause in our first season actually i uh well whether it was my fault or not i'm not gonna say but I did drop my Game Boy at one point, and I hmm. lost, uh, I think, like, 27 hours of gameplay. Um, on yeah. We both have. We both lost quite a bit and, of gameplay. Uh, and I had to spend, it, it was right before I was going done. on a trip to visit one of my good friends, and I had to just be like, listen, man, like, I'm going to be playing Pokemon this entire time. And I, I don't care about, like, seeing Denver or doing anything other than Pokemon. And I just, I powered through it. <laughs> yeah yeah gotta do what you gotta do such dedicated podcasters so dedicated you talked about how expensive it was buying a switch for pokemon sword and shield the new game but i didn't realize when josh convinced me to do this podcast how expensive <laughs> it was going to be to buy 30 year old consoles and game cartridges like that's the conversation my wife and always have my wife and i always have it's like uh sorry i have to spend a hundred dollars on pokemon xd yeah. gale of shadows on ebay you're gonna have to carve uh, out some uh, pokemon budget for the monthly finances <laughs> yeah yeah i love how that tanner i can just see tanner's wife just at the table being like okay it's groceries this week or oh, this yeah. game like and i mean it's like that it's like that my family is dying you. Where it's like, please help me budget this. Twenty dollars on electricity, thirty dollars on internet, twenty five hundred dollars on Pokemon games and consoles. Please help. Oh God, yeah, no, I was when he asked me to come on, and we did what game did we? We did uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Why is my Emerald. brain? Ruby and Sapphire, exactly that. And we, I was saying to my mom, I was like, you need to mail me the console and the game now. And she was like, Jesus, lockdown is really getting to your brain. Like, are you, are you okay? I was like, no, you don't understand. Like these, these podcasters and they want me to do it. Even I said it to her, I was on the phone actually before I came into the house and, I, and she was like, oh, best and best of luck with the Pikachu now. That's all she knows. Like, she's just like, Good job. I was like, I'm, ma'am, I'm not talking to, I'm talking to two grown men. I'm Typical not talking mom. to a sentient cartoon character, but thanks. It's the support. It's all that matters. All that matters. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I don't still think not my explaining parents know that, that I have a Pokemon I don't think podcast. they've ever even understood <laughs> what my job is or like d- only recently have grasped what podcasts are. The leap to go to a Pokemon podcast that I just like do for fun yeah uh it's too much i it's better to just leave them in the dark <laughs> fair sometimes those conversations are exactly best, yeah. best not had to be honest best not had why do you think the franchise is yeah. still so popular in 2020 all these years after the games and like every fucking tv show and card iteration like 
you still had people absolutely like me banging down the door being like I need I need sword or I will pass away like what is it about it do you think I think I think the games are very easy well I think you can I think you can get what you want out of the games so like if you're a young person who doesn't play video games very well you can sort of like skate by and get through the game fairly easily and feel a sense of accomplishment and if you're an older person like us you can like really dive in deep and do the weird challenges like nuzlocke runs and collect all the pokemon and do all the side quests and mini games in the game and like feel the the sense of nostalgia around everything and I just feel like it it rises to the occasion, like no matter who you are. So it's constantly inviting new players in, but also like catering to the old players as well. Yeah, which is a good it's a good formula they've tapped into. It's got this great like snowball effect where anyone who's played it since the beginning, or I mean, whenever you step into it, the mechanics basically don't change and the main conceit is just like oh i want to see like what are these i think there's like an innate appeal about collecting things especially like shiny objects and like these cooler rarer more exotic pokemon um and so if you played it at all then you understand the formula and then you're like oh like here's this new game they're always relatively you can just play it on the couch and like i feel like it it fits really well with the current mentality of kind of like you're binging a show or whatever and then you could be tweeting or you could also just be playing a pokemon game and you're always going to be able to jump into any of them regardless of if it's 25 years ago or uh or today and you know how to play it and then it's just like it looks better or worse basically you just described every single night of my wife and mine's (laughs) quiet suburban life like oh i mean it's putting tv on and i'm playing pokemon and she's tweeting and then we go to bed and that's it it's it's very similar to my household with my husband as well yeah (laughs) happiness i think that's why i liked it so much as well though because like it's very hard to be bad at pokemon and i'm like i'm not i'm not generally good at games as much as i like them i'm very like an Animal Crossing gal, like even like Mario Kart, like I'm really not good at. And I discovered this over lockdown and got really angry and was like Googling how to be better at Mario Kart. And that genuinely, <laughs> genuinely the first result was try and come first. And I was like, I, fu- I know. <laughs> and this is why I'm here for help. I can't get oh, there. That's it's what hard. I was doing wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Google, you fucking. Anyway, but with Pokemon, it's just like, and but again, I also love the whole thing of, trying to catch them all and have them. And also totally. there was the sad element to me of that was like, oh my God, these are these are my friends and they they love me and I love them and they go and do what I want and we go on this mad journey together. How heartwarming and twee. I just love that. Like and I love and like some of them are just absolutely so cute. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, there's some real little cuties. And we have a segment on our show called Joshy's Sweeties. My sweeties. Where each week Josh picks a, a Pokemon that he just thinks is cute or nice. Yeah. And Which it's is... really opened my eyes up to how many cute, sweet Pokemon. Because they can be uh, admirable okay. as well. It's not just like, you know, a, a Jigglypuff <laughs> or a Pikachu. It's not the very obvious thing. Like, it is commonly 
the just pure sweeties, yeah. but it can also be this Pokemon's admirable and it has other qualities that make it a sweetie, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a respect. Yeah. Respect. Right, well then respect put you on the spot here. Who is who's the ultimate sweetie? You have to pick one. All the rest of them pff, one. Oh. King of the sweeties. Who is it? Man. I mean, my favorite Pokemon is not a sweetie, no matter how you spin it. But I would say, okay. which is me. Your favorite Pokemon is <laughs> me too. Fucking. Yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> no, I think of sweeties. I really, I'm pretty predisposed to like a classic, like Growlithe. I think is is pretty nice. Yeah, very gorgeous. Can't really go wrong. Yeah. Um. I mean, honestly, it's I, a cute little tiger fire pup. Yeah. yeah. What it's, more could you want? It's right in the name. I mean, it's in the Pokedex entry. It's like the fire puppy. That's cute, yeah. uh, like on its face. And then you get a look at it and it's like this little rascally little puppy. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's also is... like a really banging Pokemon, too, yeah. which is great. Arcanine. Yeah. It's evolving. Yeah. Um, mine is probably Chikorita. Because I think oh, I've said this before, God. but oh, don't you <laughs> okay, like? Sorry, Chikorita is horrific. Wait, Chikorita is Chikorita. Which one's Chikorita? See, you don't even know who it turns into bay leaf. Is. Yes, yeah, it yeah. Bay leaf, yeah. Okay, that one's fine. I yeah. thought it was the, yeah, the one that turns good. into combuskin. Oh, oh no. you were thinking of Torchic. Torchic no, trash. No, no, no. Bin. Yeah, Chikorita's good. Chikorita's definitely a sweetie. Very cute. Extremely cute. Very good. The line. one little oh, leaf. Yeah, and it and kind like of has little, like a necklace. The little like pearl <laughs> no, like, necklace you, with seeds. Chef's kiss. Yeah. You love a Pokemon that has little balls embedded into it. Don't. That's don't, true. I, I won't take the slander <laughs> on my own podcast. You've been on our show podcast. twice now and you always have Pokemon with little <laughs> balls embedded into it. <laughs> what were the other ones that I picked on yours that had balls? Septile. Septile. Oh, Septile is gorgeous. What it is a sleek look, but oh. it does have those balls on its back for some yeah. reason. So what? does Chikorita. What is it with the Pokemon Company's obsession with testicular objects? Have we gotten to <laughs> oh. the bottom of that? Like that, I feel like that's the work you should be doing, and I don't I think, think we're there Freud yet. Did we this do work consider years ourselves ago. journalists, Pokemon yeah. journalists, and we should get to the bottom of that. Yeah, yeah. We had an extended segment about Voltorb and Electrode recently, which yeah. are, you know, they're definitely just balls, and yeah. whether it's a Pokeball or a testicle, it's the same. I think if there's any piece of feedback we've gotten and heard from our listeners, it's that they want to hear less about Pokemon genitals. Yeah, we've been trying to show. tone it down. But it's not our thing. It's just we're reporting on what we see. And I mean... a lot of people do it. And they're into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah so te like, tell me more about that. Because I feel like many Bandwagon's listeners won't be familiar with the website for Affinity, but... I mean, we're here. Yeah. We've opened that one in our room, so... I wasn't... Tanner will take that one. Before <laughs> I started this podcast with Josh, I wasn't familiar with Fur Affinity either. Okay, but, whatever you say. Uh, <laughs> there's a vibrant and active fan art community for the Pokemon games where people like to see Pokemon doing... Sorry. In the fornication, fornication, <laughs> that's what they want to see. With other Pokemon or with humans. Oh, really? Whatever you want. 
Yeah. They got it. Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes, it, a lot of the sort of more interesting kinks get involved, like inflation fetish or gore, oh, yeah. or like a lot of feet stuff. So we have a segment on the show where we explore this sort of vibrant community. And we'll kind of go to furaffinity.net and we'll look at some of the art and we'll discuss it and we'll... We're kind of art critics in I that was, way. I was just about to say, wow, what <laughs> yeah, an appreciation for, for art you guys have. Yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty fun. And it's sort of, it's it made my Google ad results a lot more interesting than I think they would have been. <laughs> Do you have a lot normally. of like, oh, Sophia's in your area and they're, they're, they're are, you, are, you, are you free tonight? I have some nice pictures I want to send to you. Is it that kind of Google ads or it's uh it's like um it's like combuskins and they're showing me their feet and they're like, yeah, like jim leader whitney is home alone tonight <laughs> oh my god yeah bad times bad times um you also have a segment about pokemon that are disgusting because there are many of them that's tanner's ooh make me barf so i'll put the question oh, yeah. to you tanner which pokemon makes you want to puke all over yourself the most Oh wow. It's such a difficult it's it's such a nuanced answer that I have to give because yeah, there are per, there are Pokemon who have who have <laughs> been mentioned so many times. Like Zubat, who's that yeah. awful oh, yeah. little bat Gloom. that you catch in caves. But I think the problem with Zubat is he's just so like he's he's just everywhere and that is what it makes him annoying. Mm. Right. But truly the grossest Pokemon in all of Pokemon is a Pokemon called Gloom. Yeah, that's mm. what I figured the you'd say. Middle evolution of, um, what Vile is the little Oddish. Oddish. Oddish and Vileplume, and he's got a drippy little mouth, and there's <laughs> some kind of fluid dripping out of its mouth, and it is gross to think about, and is gross to look at, and it's gross to consider in any kind of way. Yeah, and I actually I like that line. I think Vileplume is really powerful of this show and we're in the middle of the third season now tanner's convinced me because now i look at the pokedex entries and i'll really examine the sprites up close for gloom and the in uh in ruby and sapphire the pokedex entry specifies that gloom not only smells wretched but that it loves the horrid stench that it generates so it's like getting off on its yeah. own grotesquerie. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> so gloom is fuck? bad, and they and they like they've had seven, eight, nine generations. Eight. Jo- <laughs> eight. Josh, yeah. is that right? Eight. To to fix his gloopy mouth. No, they, they double won't. down. They're just like, nope. He's got a gloopy little mouth. Yeah. No, oh, they love it. So I think gross. Pokemon Company are like, yes, slobber <laughs> all over yourself, you disgusting <laughs> thing. They love it. Yeah. They love it. Oh, it's mad to think that there are just eight generations. Like, insane. Because, like, I, so I played up and when did I kind of drop out? Like, black and white, but I would, black and white, but I would struggle to remember anything really about those games. Um, And then, 
didn't a funny story though I bought actually myself and my friend Kerry who's also a big fan of yours we bought at the start of lockdown we were like oh I was like fuck it I'm gonna get a 3DS and let's both play X and Y and we can both have that experience of like trading all the Pokemon and we'll complete the Pokedex and what a buzz blah blah whatever and I would say I played it three times got a 3DS and got X and I was like I fucking hate this because it's like a French region because obviously they yeah. fix all the Pokemon regions and like real life places and it was like French yeah. and it was not I was and we we joke about it all the time we were like that was on. your issue with it was yeah. that it took place in a France France well region? I mean I didn't love it either it didn't help it didn't help <laughs> yeah you know what it was a lot of wee wee ha ha and I was like I'm out I'm I'm done all the Pokemon just lose yet, battles not... by default you know yeah i'm anyway um but i got but anyway still have no idea about that region and then obviously i did buy sword and shield so i know that but like there's just a load of pokemon in the middle where i'm like who the fuck are you like what are like and like you've talked about on your podcast about how like there definitely seems to be a thing of them potentially running out of ideas because you have pokemon that are just (laughs) quite literally like bags of rubbish and ice cream and cogs cogs and gears and keys and apples and i'm like like at what point should like is there going to be a point where you think they'll (laughs) stop making the games because of that or another reason or are we just in this forever am i gonna be talking to my children and they're gonna be like look ma'am here's a fucking wheel pokemon i love this and i'm gonna be like i hate you and i regret having you (laughs) when i was a kid pokemon were dragons Not you wheels. You didn't, know, <laughs> you didn't know how good you had it. I feel like it will keep going just based on the fact that you can't really run out of things. We actually talked about this recently because we were like, and uh, speaking of uh, Fanula, because I know you love Tropius. We were talking about Tropius because uh, it's got like a banana-like fruit on its neck, but they don't call it bananas. And then we were like, how's there no... Tanner especially was fired up. There's no peanut Pokemon. They there's a yeah, bunch of like peanut. things you can find in nature that they still haven't spoofed. And so like they they fruits, nuts, vegetables. Yeah. There's so few food yeah, Pokemon. They skipped yeah. there's no peanut Pokemon. It's crazy. They skipped all these like household objects before they even finished with like the with the all the flora and fauna. So and we know that they know peanuts exist because we played a <laughs> terrible game called Pokemon Mystery oh, yeah. Dungeon, and there was a there was an area in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon called Peanut Swamp. Right. So it's like you guys know what peanuts Peanut, are. Peanuts are give us canon. a peanut Pokemon. So give us the peanut Pokemon. That's, That's what we canon. want. Oh my! God. That's what the people want. That's what we want. Is this this is where it starts? This is where the <laughs> campaign starts. Give us <laughs> peanut revolution. Pokemon or give us death. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the anime, right? I don't know about you, but I went back not that recently, but recently enough and like watched because obviously the anime follows like Ash and Misty and Brock and Ash goes off and he's 10 years right. old and he has Pikachu and he's like, I'm going to catch them all and be the greatest no one ever was, blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's the story. And I remember watching it and being like, wow, love them. Look at these gutsy kids. I wish I was them. I wish I could be like, fuck you, ma'am. I would never say that to my mom, just in case she's listening. I love her so much. Um, uh, Hello, Mrs. Jones. Hello, Calista. Um, And uh, I loved it. And I watched it again, kind of maybe up until like the Ruby one. I don't know. But like also the the station over here stopped showing it. So you couldn't get it 
unless via illegal means. You didn't miss anything. Um, fair, fair. Because I was just about to say, like when you look back, Ash is an absolute dog shit trainer. Uh, like only trash. one. He's 20 years at it. And last year he won the Pokemon League. Like, I mean, and that's like, that's your protagonist. It, yeah. That's Even as a kid, I, I mean, I feel like I wasn't alone. Even as a kid, I was like, this guy, Ash, this is a joke. Like, he doesn't evolve all his Pokemon. He keeps them in their baby forms because, like, that's what they want or whatever with Pikachu. He only has, like, five of them. Yeah, he too. barely ever catches Pokemon. I mean, given I, I, uh, I fall. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Blow the trades about what's going on in the show now, but like <laughs> I stopped watching it in earnest. Um I probably watched, I don't know, like five they seasons. They talk about the po- they talk about Pokemon the <laughs> Economist. <laughs> Yeah, is that yeah. what you mean? Oh, I have to. Um, it's it's very <laughs> crucial to the world economy. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was always like, what's this guy doing? He's a joke. Like the only league he ever won, I think, until this one that he just got, which is an actual league championship, was like on the Orange Islands, which is I think roughly the Sevi Islands, which are in. Uh, fire red leaf green which is what we're playing right now um but that's barely even a real to josh two inside baseball yeah that sorry i went too far there <laughs> uh but he's never won a real thing and uh every good pokemon he gets like he had a charizard he lets it go like it's crazy ash is a joke oh uh, can we not talk about that charizard episode because that is there are a lot of so many emotions wait he let that, that charizard go yeah yeah it was uh, oh god it was a whole thing man it, that was that when back. i that was when i drew the line as a as a kid i was like no this guy no way you have oh. this absolute like f- like monster unit of a pokemon like yeah. you'd have no you'd Pokemon League cakewalk you've Charizard and he's just like bye because it fucking what it found like a girlfriend or something wasn't it or it was one of those things again where it was like I need to be back with like my now obviously they can't speak like but like through Charizard noises he was like I want to be here and not going around with you and I'm just like all right free spirit yeah yeah the new Misty and Brock were not much better either though because they were monotype trainers which i've attempted right. while playing games pokemon games before and it is not easy or fun <laughs> it's not a recipe for success no yeah yeah misty just trains water type pokemon and brock just trains rock type pokemon yeah and so brock is also a pervert as we've 
like that and Brock, he's definitely he's problematic. A, yeah. yeah, huge womanizer. Yeah, yeah. Though he did have, if anyone remembers the music from the second series, slaps. He has a song about like being obsessed with fucking Nurse Joy and Officer Jen. Or that's it. Yeah, it's Nurse Joy and it's Officer Jen. Yeah, and that like it's like Jenny Joy, Jenny Joy, Joy. Oh joy, tune, absolute tune. Would recommend going back oh, and wow. listening to that. I forgot about that banger. And there's, yeah. Sorry, there's another one, and it's oh my god, what a whopper chorus on this! It looks like um, across every river, behind every tree, on top of every mountain. Oh god, I'm gonna listen to this after we get off it because it's oh, it's very good. It's very. I'm very sure good. someone's oh. gone through on Spotify and made all of those old. It's oh, it's Pokemon on Spotify. Anime. I have listened to it. Oh, for I, sure. I dread, <laughs> I dread seeing my Spotify unwrapped at the end of the year because it's gonna be like WAP, the fucking Pokemon song, <laughs> and uh, something something else that's just like really do not go together. But anyway, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, Josh and I watched the, well, the the best part of the anime is the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, Josh and I watched the Honestly. first film, Pokemon the movie. Yeah. Uh, and had a lot to say about the the soundtrack because it's gosh, it's so good. It's and it's also got like big names like Christina Aguilera and Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's oh crazy. my god, I went back and listened to that after you said it as well, actually. <laughs> Blessed union of souls. <laughs> <laughs> brother, brother. Yeah. Um, that was another uh, one we watched during lockdown yeah. because they did like they they re- they reanimated it or whatever for Netflix that it was like it oh looked way God. better. Yeah. But like they took out this whole because we didn't realize this because I was watching this and I was like the start of this is something is different here. So basically, if anyone hasn't watched it and someone jump in and correct me on this, but the start of it was basically that they were like there was a professor and he was trying to make like a like a clone of his dead daughter. Yeah. And his yeah, his dying child, yeah. And like it's properly dark, right? And yeah. they just they just yeah. cut that out of the new thing and it, they just had it that like Mewtwo was in some lab and he was just like I'm out of here, like bye. They yeah. did that and for the American cut. It's crucial too. to the story. This it's is what so Josh crucial. and I talked about when we watched it, because like in the Japanese version, there's a there's like a pre credits intro where Mewtwo and this guy's clone daughter and a bunch of other clone Pokemon are like talking with their minds. Yeah. And then like Mewtwo's yeah. like cuz Mewtwo's a clone of Mew. Right, Josh? Yeah. That's right. Gosh, this is Yeah, from a uh, clone so from Mew's eyelash. Um and they're like talking and they're like all friends and then like everyone dies because the clone process is is in imperfect. And then that's when Mew decides to like break out and kill humanity. And then in the American cut of the film, they like cut all that too. In the original one, in like the the two thousand. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, they just make it like you can watch the intro. It's like nine minutes long, which is pretty significant on YouTube. But because uh, we did watch it, we bought it, uh, and in the version that you can buy, they cut that whole thing. So it just makes it look like Mewtwo's. He's just, just like a, a total cycle psycho. Yeah. He's like just, he's not stable, he but like a re- a he had really a reason. Yeah, like he had a reason though. <laughs> oh, absolutely, and we just don't get any of that context. Like we watched it. It was one of the days during lockdown where we did like a bottomless brunch the day before, like ourselves in our house, and we had like four bottles yeah. of prosecco. What does each. that mean, bottomless brunch? Oh, We're so it's like bottoms? No, <laughs> come on. No, it's like you. 
uh, it's like oh, it, the drink doesn't run out. Like you, you pay for like uh, a certain. Well, Tanner, yeah. you never did a bottomless brunch back when you I were in this, the dilapidated brunch. New York City. I guess I did. I think isn't that that's kind of just like a signature part of brunch. It's just like. It's usually like and mimosas as you can. Yeah, like you fit. pay yeah. like a you pay like a certain amount and then like you get all your mimosas or whatever free. We decided we do it at home because we couldn't go out anywhere. So we did yeah. like our fancy eggs and we had like four bottles of prosecco each. It went. It was absolutely <laughs> leery night. And then the next day we were all just like, well, we watched the Pokemon movie and we watched that and we watched. Like the third one, because none of us had ever seen that. It was, I think, the birds were in it, or the legendary dogs. Oh. I actually don't really remember. It was, you know, you're just song over. You're just like, I just, I need something to be on the screen, and I need to lie down, <laughs> yeah. and let's just all enjoy each other's company. It was one of those. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, what was I gonna? Do you remember? Um, what, did you get sucked into all the Pokemon Go stuff when that launched? Yeah, I did that oh, too. Yeah. Like at the time, I was working in a radio station, and I was the only in inverted commas young person or anyone who was remotely interested in it when this came to like the UK and Ireland my I was like this is the best day of my entire life and I was flat walking everywhere and like walking out the pokeballs and everyone in the radio station was like oh my oh let's talk to you about this a phenomenon <laughs> blah blah so like I was talking to fucking everyone because I was the only one in the building playing it or had any interest in it but I remember like, obviously died such a death. It was such a weird year for that app. Verge did a really good piece on, like, its first year in existence and all the shit that happened with it that I totally forgot. Like, the whole thing of some guys playing it and he just found a dead body and people oh, trying yeah. to hack it. And, like, oh, man, Hillary right. Clinton during the presidential election. Oh, Pokemon Go to the it, polls. Using, like, a Pokestar. <laughs> like, it was all, like, what, like, so much stuff that I completely forgot because I felt like it was such, it was such a big moment for me at the time in my life and then was just like never spoken about again until like two weeks ago when I downloaded it again because we're on lockdown in Dublin again and I was like oh, I am so bored Dude, what and do I, you guys do? Oh, it's not good over here well it's just because like it's the capital city and all the house parties and it's not great we're not technically on full lockdown but it's like um, we have to reduce like our social contacts and like all the restaurants are closed and stuff. It's you guys should just fun. do what we do here yeah, in America. We just pretend just it's more. not real. <laughs> have a completely right. incompetent president who doesn't believe it's real and just do what feels just right. Follow his lead. <laughs> yeah. Just check the vibes. See how you go. Just you're literally like the gif of the dog in the room on fire, being like, "This is fine." <laughs> yeah, this that's is fine. That's this administration. Um, I loved Pokemon Go when it first came out. And, like, you know, I lived in, in New York City, and it was just, like, very... It was a very hot scene in New York City. And, like, the place I worked at the time was right next to a Poke spot, but you could only reach the Poke spot from one corner of the office. So, like, everyone piled into this one <laughs> corner of the office every day to get to the Poke spot to, like, spin it and get their, like, little items and Pokeballs and stuff like that. And... Gosh, it was so much fun. I remember Australia got first access to it because of time zone shit. And I had friends in Australia, and they were playing it, and it was just like, th this is this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was seen. so and wild. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. Oh, I, I have was... to wait like 12 hours for it to come out. Like, I have a very... I don't know if I still have the screenshot, but I was living in yeah. the city at the time, and it was kind of my... It was my, like, first house, like, out of 
college and like we were like working and whatever and I remember coming out and I was like oh my god this it what a thrill and like the augmented reality and I have a, a a screenshot of like my housemate like pretending to like pet a hit no because I was like I was like what what oh my I just couldn't I was Oh, honestly, it kept me going for days. The amusement, like I so I go go back and look at it sometimes, and I'm like, this is fucking gas. What a time! Imagine how those fur affinity people felt <laughs> like, seeing their their the subject of their art in real life standing in front of them. Wow. I really, I really don't want to think about how much of a good time they had. To be honest, yeah. Um, I never want to think right. about fur affinity, it's but not, I'm forced to. We had to just do it because we have forced. to report on everything it's experience here we have to share our experience yeah absolutely of course yeah yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely um guys i wondered if i could maybe um test oh you on some so it's a gotcha interview okay <laughs> tanner's already like no yeah it sure <laughs> is some of these are really easy and then some of them are like i wouldn't know them so i'll take All the right. easy ones josh okay. you have to do the hard ones okay so this is the the Guardians Pokemon quiz. Because there was another one and it was like 50 questions long and I was like, I actually can't do that <laughs> to them. They will never speak to me again. But anyway. Okay. Question one. The Pokemon anime series has focused on the adventures of Ash since it's made its debut in 1997. But what is Ash's surname? Oh, Ketchum. Ketchum. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Um, it's a deliberate pun on the series. Gotta catch them all. Tagline. There you go. Very smooth. Marketing. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Very smooth. Very Subtle. smooth. That reminds remind me to tell you something at the end of this, but I I'll I'll forget otherwise and my friend will be really mad if I don't mention it. Anyway. Okay. Lovable Oh god, my laptop. Sorry. Lovable inept rogues Team Rocket have been trying to catch Ash's Pikachu for decades. What are their names? Jesse and James. Ding 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 ding. LGBTQ icons. Yeah. Absolutely. Justice for me out. All of them. All of them LGBTQ icons. Yeah. Even Meowth? Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, okay. Well, then, okay. Uh, sorry. I'm going to interrupt the quiz briefly. Which Pokemon do you... Do you Probably only a furfity. Do you? Which Pokemon do you think, like, absolutely says gay rights? The most, like... Is it Mankey? Because you confidently say that it's Mankey. Oh, I mean, yeah. Mankey's got the wrist where you're like, <laughs> is he? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yes, Mankey. Okay, sorry. The new series of Pokemon anime, Pokemon Journeys, introduces a new companion to Ash. What is his name? Is it Joe, Troll, Doe, or Go? Oh, my God. I <laughs> oh, think it's, it's got to be Go, right? It's like a yeah. tie go, go. the game. You are correct. Um, another boy with boundless curiosity about Pokemon, Go is aiming to catch one of every Pokemon, including the mythical Mew. Is that not what Ash wants to do and just didn't? Like, no, yeah. I, Ash just wants to be like friends with Pikachu, and that's it. Well, that's why he sucks. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have the big picture in mind, and maybe this Go character does, but maybe <laughs> I doubt maybe. it. Maybe they're always and... about friendship and like whatever, not about just brute force and winning it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, first legendary Pokemon introduced in the Kanto region are Articuno, Zapdos, and. Oh, Moltres. Moltres. Yeah, baby. Looks like a rubber chicken. Um, yeah. <laughs> rubber chicken, indeed. This one is so specific, and I actually don't blame you if you don't get this, because I do not. And, like, there's a picture, but obviously you can't see that, so. In the anime episode, A Shivering Shovel Search, Ash gets trapped inside a giant haunted sandcastle Pokemon. What is it called? Is it Sandygast, Palosand, 
wishy-washy or mimi q to get sandy <laughs> sandy guest you are incorrect it is really sand. yeah okay I know what it looks like. I don't remember uh, its name, obviously. Is Sandigas maybe it's pre-evolution or something like that? Sandigas sounds like a condition. <laughs> you, just, like you were so confident, Josh. I you're know. Rarely I just wrong about was on a page about that Pokemon because I was looking into all these weird ghost types and uh, because they have one that's an anchor that I think is it's cool, and I don't remember what that name is either. But it's very hard to predict whether a name is a total giveaway or not in this series, because you also have, you know, you have like Garbador and it's a garbage bag and it's like, yeah, OK, yeah. so that's right there a name. Um, but then you have I, this one and it's Fanula, less clear. Do, so I, I when I was a kid, I went to Germany and in German, all the Pokemon names are different or a okay. lot of them are. Right. Is it one to one Ireland to America Pokemon names? Are they all the same? <laughs> yes, but okay. that actually segues very nicely into the thing that I was going to say earlier. My so the new game we were saying previously that like all the games are based on like real life regions in the world, yeah. and Sword and Shield is based on the UK, and um, the region is called Galar in the game. What's funny yeah. is that Galar is actually. Um, means disease in irish oh my god which is funny okay. because we kind of hate the brits because of the whole colonizing thing right. and whatever so there you go there's a fun fact for you big oh disease josh. country josh loves i never oh, said josh, that i studied josh. british history i don't i don't He's well like then obsessed. you know you know what they did we had a bad time he doesn't no. care he what? likes it <laughs> So, oh, were you? No, no, no. Oh, so you loved us starving. We had no potatoes. We were bawling, crying, and Josh was like, yeah. "No way, man!" <laughs> I I studied it because I was, as a kid, I got fascinated by the fact that like this tiny ass uh, island managed to like control a third of the world, cause yeah, so much havoc uh, around the world, or a quarter of the world and third of its population. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it was good. Like, don't drag me into that. I just. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Okay. I'm not saying they should have okay. controlled interesting. it. Interesting. Very. Good hedging. No very way. interesting. Colonizers do be colonizing. That's all I'll say. Um, and actually... uh, my family is Irish and Welsh, and those are two, and Norwegian, but oh, Irish and Welsh. Look at you, Josh. Oh, I, oh, I know lots of Irish people. Out. Okay. Well, Tanner, come on. <laughs> Try to this gotcha section here. Wow. Make oh, me God. seem like a colonizer. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to consider your position as a friend of the podcast. You might have to go down to enemy, but we'll see. We'll see. Um <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, question seven on this quiz of well, there's actually loads more, but I'll only ask like three. I can't be bothered. Um, which Pokemon <laughs> is cheerfully described like this in the Pokedex? I think this one is kind of easy. Pines for the mother. It will never see again. Seeing a likeness of its mother in the full moon, it cries. The stains on the skull the Pokemon wears are made Cubone. by the tears it sheds. Cubone. It is, in fact, Cubone. There you go. What a sad... Cubone, I just caught one in the game that we're playing now, and it died. <laughs> Oh, so no! it can go join its mother in heaven. Oh, and now they're both it's happier that way. Thanks God. to me. Yep. Um, question eight. Totally pathetic, unreliable. 
known throughout the world for being super weak. The famous opening lyrics to Magikarp song, but how many candy do you need to evolve a Magikarp into Gyarados in Pokemon Go? Is it 25, 50, 100, or 400? Oh my god. I'm not going to know that. I'm gonna say I haven't played Pokemon Go in years 100. at this point. How? Can I... Go ahead, yeah. Can I... Can I get an answer? Uh, can I get a can I get a guess? Can I get an educated guess? Incorrect. It is four hundred. Okay. <laughs> yes. It is four hundred. Tanner actually was right. Tanner did say, it, but we just chose to ignore him. <laughs> um, penultimate question: What is this Pokemon called? But obviously you can't see it, so I'm going to try and describe it to you. Okay. Um, yellow and brown holding spoons. Oh, Alakazam. Uh, well, it could be. Alakazam Correct. or Kadabra. I'll take your first answer. It was Alakazam. Alakazam has multiple spoons. He is. It's got two. He is having yeah. a great time with the spoons. Um. Okay, this is another really specific one from the anime, I think. But final question. In the episode, one journey ends, another begins. Litten's Pokemon friend passed away. That is so fucking wow. dark. What was its name? Uh, Lillipop, Herdier, Stoutland, or Entei? Probably. I don't even know what Litten is. What was the first one? <laughs> I think it's a person. Uh, Lillipop, Herdier, Stoutland, or Entei? Probably Lillipop. I don't know, but that's the youngest, youngest, the entry form of the Stoutland, like, line. So I presume it's that. It was, unfortunately, uh, Stoutland. You were really? incorrect. Yeah. Nurse Joy why, is why is it hanging heal... out with a Stoutland? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nurse Joy is unable to heal the aging Pokemon in one of the few instances of a Pokemon dying in the series. Try and watch it alongside a young child that loves Pokemon and not cry. That's a fucking weird description. Oh my God. It is sadder than that episode when Butterfree chooses to leave Ash. Sob. I don't know who wrote this for the Guardian, but hey, <laughs> need to get a light. What'd she get there? One, two, a little three, editorial. Little icing. four, five, uh, five, six, Six out of nine? Not bad. Not bad. Pretty good. That holds to Pokemon podcast. That's decent. (laughs) I mean, a lot of it is based on the anime, and we're definitely less less familiar with where the anime is at. I think... And the premise of our show is how incompetent we are at at Pokemon. Yeah. We should also say that, like, we are the show that is less like i i don't think any other show is as least competitive as we are because we're just we're talking about like we battle obviously as as you know um but we're mostly talking about like the lore and the the whole like the aesthetics and like the themes of the games and the whole universe rather than um, knowing all of the knowledge well, and the, and the vibrant fan art community. dog dies. Josh is like, I don't nah. care for these details. <laughs> Which is completely fair. Um, I was going to ask you about why he started Experience Share, more about Experience Share. We kind of answered it really well, but I mean, if you want to get your the rest of your plug in, oh, sure. work away. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, um, <laughs> I mean, on its face, it was just a uh, great excuse to just play some pokemon for one thing but it was a uh, it was kind of based in the fact that uh we wanted to be able to like share the nostalgia of the whole 
franchise and there was no there's no podcast really out there that was doing the same thing where we're just we're talking about and exploring every single game and like talking about what was going on at the time and where we were when we were doing it um and really like enmeshing ourselves with the nostalgia as well as like the quality of the games we're we're not afraid as tanner mentioned um with Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, we're not afraid to say whether or not a game sucked. <laughs> They're not all good. We we recently had the translator of the Pokemon game series briefly followed us on Twitter and then blocked us. Yeah. And we <laughs> discovered later that it was he was mad at us because we were talking trash yeah. about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Oh, we loved most of them, game, but like so. we hadn't played that before and we played it and it happens to be a bad game. And, uh, sorry, like, <laughs> I'll also say that, um, Josh and I are, are very close friends and we were just looking for an excuse to record a podcast together. And that's something he leaves out because he's okay. cold and heartless. It is in the, <laughs> it's in the tagline. <laughs> uh, it's especially good now yeah. that, uh, Tanner left me to the, to the wolves and he doesn't live in Brooklyn anymore. So now we have a reason to hang out every week. Yeah, yep. Oh, so makes nice. it easy. Just like me and Bridge. Just like. Do you guys Bridge. not live in the same city? Oh no, sorry. I just meant the like the general podcast thing. We actually do live in the same city. I <laughs> I, just, I just took liberties there. It's like yeah, just like us. You were like no, absolutely not. I guess none of us really can see one another right now. Anyway, so right. I know. There's never been a better time to have a podcast, for sure. Truly, truly. Well, honestly, guys, you got me through lockdown, and you will continue to see me through. And I, I go on my walk every day, and I'm like, I need to listen to experience share. Like, people, I don't know if you get this, yeah. but, like, like people ask me, oh, like, what podcast are you listening to? Oh, you must be listening to loads of podcasts. And I'm like, I listen, I listen to two podcasts, and one of them is a Pokemon podcast. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> And they're just like, they're just like, right. And I'm like, what do you want me to fucking say? This American life? No, we are going through such dark Old times. Hat. Leave me be. Leave me be. But I've um, been interviewing a lot of people for my job lately. I'm trying to like make some hires, and I'm doing it in this room that I'm in right now, which like looks like a <laughs> podcasting studio. Yeah. And they're always just like, oh, is that a is that a music studio? And I'm just like, oh no, I have a couple podcasts. And they're like, oh, what about? And it's just like. Pokemon. Well, I mean, it kind like, of is a oh, music you're studio as well. Up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 What'd you it say? Kind of is, it kind of is a music studio as well, given how much the two of you sing on Experience Share, which is yeah, we have to. It's part of it's part of the new season, so we're playing a special game, a uh, special set of rules called Nuzlocke, which means that in the normal games for bandwagon listeners who are uninitiated. When your Pokemon gets killed in battle, they just pass out, and you can go to a, a hospital and heal them. But we're playing a special version of the game where when our Pokemon die, they die, and we have to release them, and we don't get to play with them anymore. And we eulogize them with song when that happens. Yeah. So it's been a lot of singing this season. Which is probably... And it's beautiful. I mean, and it's been beautiful great because we can't do karaoke anymore. So it's one excuse to be able to just yell. And I would say that neither Josh or I are particularly gifted singers either. No. Uh, and I, I, hope mean, that's, I hope that's fair to say, Josh. No. I don't I'm to... editing the... I just finished editing the episode that's coming out this next week. And I did my uh, version of um, 
brown-eyed girl that is uh, called Red-Eyed oh, Bee. And it's about bee drill. <laughs> and I was like, this of is course. pretty rough, uh, but I'm not going to re-record it because I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. Just so committed. So committed to your craft. Yeah. Just like us. Oh, yeah. Just like us. Yeah. Um, where can people find you if they want to listen or get in on that good social media action? Everywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, I think we're on every platform at this point. Um, it's just experience share, but it is EXP share. Uh, we're... Because that's it's a, it's yeah, a name it's an of item a thing in Pokemon. Pokemon that's in all the games. So that was the uh, the little the in insider joke there. And then we're at EXP Share Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We got a, a Reddit too. That's uh, Bug Catchers slash uh, Reddit.com slash ours. Reddit.com slash hard to explain that one. Bug Catchers. That's yeah, our, our that's our fans. Uh, amazing. Um. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I I need to start the nuzlocke along with you for Fire Red Leaf Green because if you remember on your on the last episode we did together, I said that I had an idea for what I was going to name all of my po- like a team, um, and I'm going to do I think I'm going to name each one after one of the things that Miley Cyrus hates about Nick Jonas in the song Seven oh Things <laughs> because why not. I was like, I need like a team, and I was like, it, my starter is just going to be like your vein, your games, your insecure. That's great, and I love them all. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I've been naming all my things, all, all my Pokemon after things that, after people and yeah. characters that Josh loves, so that we both have to. It's really rough. He killed uh, my <laughs> longest, my oldest friend in the second episode, and my uncle as well. And your uncle. My uncle just died. Yeah. In the game. Dead. He's... <laughs> it was rough. It was. In the game. Yeah. For clarity. In the game. In the game. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I hugely appreciate it. And I'm sure we will be in touch in the future to talk about other bandwagons. Absolutely. Um, yeah. If you ever have an OC episode, you have to invite Josh on. Oh, we've already said this because Josh will kick off if I don't invite him. Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you're gonna have to, or we then will be enemies of the pod. Yeah. Uh, I did a, a season two of Experience Share. I named all my Pokemon after OC characters because that's one of my favorite shows. I, it's a uh, everyone's. It should be everyone's favorite. One of their favorite yeah. shows. If you ever want to talk about the Warhammer tabletop game, you know. <laughs> Mini figurines. Is Warhammer a thing in Ireland too? There Did is, that make it out of here? Yeah, there is it's a, British. There's a it was big, British. Don't bring the Brits into this again, please, God, or Tanner. I will kick off. But there is Tanner. You've got quite an agenda. There's a big Warhammer shop in Cork, where I'm from, on the keys. So there. You Games go. Workshop. I've yeah. I've now I've never been in. I never really understood it. Oh, you but gotta I gotta go. But people are having fun in there, and I said, you know what? Good for them. Go for them. Pick up some figurines <laughs> for Tanner and ship them over. Yeah. You know, I might. I might. Yeah. Can I? Can I get a sticker and I'll do that. Oh we yeah. Can have, we'll, we we we'll send you. Well, first of all, we'll send you a sticker from every season. But we also have special <gasps> bug catcher pins now for guests of the oh, show. Oh yeah. Maybe. You'll be the oh, first one. Yes. So smug. Yeah. Yes. Ask and you shall receive. Anyway, I won't keep you guys any longer. And um, thank you so much. Please check out the. EXP share guys everywhere 
on social media leave them a nice review listen to them everywhere um, this has been Bandwagons thank you so much for listening to us we'll be back next week um, leave us a review only if it's nice follow us on Spotify <laughs> we are also on social media everywhere Bandwagons podcast etc etc um, yeah uh, goodbye I suppose thanks for having us see you later Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.